Further ado, we have running for Secretary of State, Miss Tori Maras. Is that correct or is it Maras? Maras, Maras, Tomato, Tomato. It's, a, it's whichever. I'm ethnic, so, you know, it's easier than my first name. My first name is, when you see it on your ballot, it says Terpsahori, so it's me. So just look for the Secretary of State with the non-pronounceable name, and you're there. So um, I'm really glad to be here again. I'm, I'm very vertically challenged. I'm actually wearing heels today, too, sort of. Um, <laughs> so I'm really excited to be here because I'm seeing a, a different, you know, a lot of candidates. We're seeing write-ins have conversations. This is something that people, you know, didn't even think of having happen. But think about it for a second. We have people going out and campaigning as write-ins because the two-party system has literally failed us. Okay? It has. 100 years now. And for 100 years, we have been told we either pick blue or we pick red. And maybe sometimes we get some green, but they're a little weird. So, And then we have the libertarians that you know, I don't know if some, some of them are actual libertarians. I know someone that founded the Libertarians. He's a very good friend of mine, uh, Patrick Byrne, right? And, yeah, a lot of people don't like him. You know, he's like Brie Cheese, so am I. You either like me or you don't, right? Uh, <laughs> and um, But he's a libertarian. And what does that mean? It doesn't really mean anything to me, um, except for when I listen to people in New Hampshire talk about it, right? Because it seems like they're the center of it. But what does it mean to be an American or a statesman is what's really important here. What we've lost sight of is what elections are about. You know, in the 80s and the 90s, it was all about balloons and confetti and deifying these people that, you know, show you pictures of their 2.5 children and their white picket fence telling you how much better they are than you. So you should vote for them because they know best, right? to the 2000s where it became all about racial disparity and progressiveness or going back to the basics, right? We just had a dynasty with the Bush dynasty, right? Which we all know began in the 1940s with an actual executive order from Roosevelt confiscating George Bush Sr.'s father's everything because they were funding the Nazis. But you know, everybody forgot about that. We made him CIA director, we made him president and his kid. You know, and Hillary was right. Hillary Clinton was right. People have a short-term memory, and what you tell them, they remember, right? No matter even if it's documented history or not, that's the way it is. Now, when I decided that I wanted to throw my hat in the race, you know, full transparency, I wanted to throw my hat in the race just to open up these boxes. I actually reached out to Joe Blitzel and I said, hey, you're running for governor. I hear that, you know, I didn't really have him as a lieutenant governor. I was like, how about you be a lieutenant governor and I go governor? We'll get all the press people. There's a lot of people that love to hate me. I feel like the Trump of Ohio. People are literally ripping down my signs and, you know, foaming at the mouth when they hear my name. And, and I, I find that appeasing in a way because that's what demons do when good comes out. They don't like it. But Usher 
was the one that was like, well, why don't you just go for secretary of state? I mean, you know about elections. He actually told me that because Joe was like, no, I already got a lieutenant governor. So I was like, fine, you'd win with me. And, and, and Usher was the one that suggested it. And I thought about it and I said, well, secretary of state, what can I do? Right? There's no point in just running. I mean, if I just want to run to get on the ballot, I could run state legislature, right? Or run for my district. But the point is, what if you win, right? You've got to be able to do the job. I'd totally be able to be Senate, Congress. They really do nothing. So it would just be me playing video games and turning up one day to vote and not reading anything, but just signing it because they said so, right? But, I, I, but I'm a person that likes to make change, right? And so far, just getting on the ballot, we've changed the face of Ohio and history, right? We have. Right? We, we were able to see just how far they will go to hold on to these red, red cage and blue cage. You're not allowed to be out of it. And it's not only the parties that are fighting, but it's your own media. It's the, and, and it's the people, too. We've, we're in the United States of America, right? And I know a lot of people are like, we don't need liberals. No, we do. We don't need conservatives. No, we do. Because, you know, a couple years ago, I ran into a guy when I was traveling who put those, you know, those electric scooters that you rent on the street, you know, where they're just parked anywhere. I said, man, that was a genius idea. How'd you get them to do it? He's like, I didn't. I just went to a city and dropped them all there. And that's it. And I was like, what? He, I was like, did they arrest you? He's like, no, kind of worked. And so this guy's wishy-washy. And I'm like, so yeah, he was really relaxed, you know, and everything. And I'm thinking, how is he running a business? You know, I, I think I'm funny, but, you know, when I'm in business mode, I'm not aloof, right? This guy was aloof in business mode. <laughs> so I was like, so, turns out his actual business partner is a rigid person, super conservative, has 100 kids, goes to church every Sunday, has his guns. This guy is, doesn't know what gender he is, you know, kind of, he's very fluid, right? But it works. Right? It works. Because see, this is the problem that we have in society today. We have been, we're in a tribal era where you either belong to the left or the right. The right will tell you, you can't go in independence or write-ins because guess what? You're going to dilute the vote. Not if we all don't vote for them. Right? And not if we all vote for the independent. Right? Because people are telling me Frank LaRoe's conservative. He's a Republican. Yeah. Let me dispel that rumor because that's hearsay and it's, I mean, it smells. So let's start on that, okay? So, yes, the GOP loves him, right? But you know who else loves him? Walmart, right? When your businesses were closed down during COVID, his sponsors made a buck, right? Who else loves him? Pfizer. When you lost your job for not getting the vaccine, his sponsor made a buck. You know who else loves him? Pedophiles. Epstein. Epstein Network loves Frank LaRose, right? They funded him 55 grand. Actually, it was 50,000 from Les and his wife, and then just an extra five grand kicker from Les, just as a thank you. So when I hear Christians, conservatives, oh, what they're doing to the children is so bad, but then they're voting for people that are funded by the very people that are doing those bad things, I'm like, okay, so are you like a little conservative, little Christian? Like, where are we going with this? Right. We need to be more careful where we drop our votes. Right. Yeah. We need to be more careful is to see who funds them. 
You know, it's unfortunate that they don't wear NASCAR suits, right? Because then you'd know who they're speaking for. And in the case of Frank LaRose, our legislators, all of them need to be lined up and spanked. You know why? Because they passed a law allowing him to also be a federal servant. Frank LaRose is actually officially a federal employee too. He's a DHS advisor. Now you tell me how that doesn't blur the lines between federal and state. It does. It's unconstitutional. And yet they got it into law. I hear people saying, DeWine shut down, Amy acting, you know, and they're screaming and crying. And it's like, see, you're pointing at the wrong place. They will never do something that they don't have the authority to do. Let me tell you how these people work. Because I used to be one of the corrupt people. Okay? This is why they hate me so much. But there was a tax bill in March that they were passing right before the lockdowns. Nothing to do with COVID. It was just taxes. Guess what they put in that bill? Kind of like, just sign it. Read it later. Two sentences. A pandemic would cancel elections. Your legislators did that. Right? Not Frank, not, not the wine, even though they, they, they've done a lot of other stuff, right? This they didn't do. So while all of you were busy pointing at the guys that executed that, you have to remember that they have to have the authority to do it. And that's the problem. We don't understand our civics anymore. And you know what? I don't blame anyone. Past 20 years, politics are just so stupid. You tune out. I mean, look at the way we look. We have people that can't string sentences together, right? that don't understand things. I mean, for all of you, I don't know if, you're, if you've read it, but I actually filed a case in the Supreme Court asking one as an independent to have observers at the polls, because apparently only Democrats and Republicans are allowed, right? And number two, I want to see the counting. The law says I can observe the count. Right? And that count's done in a little black box called counting software, right? And LaRose, in his response, it showed that they don't understand how the voting machines work. And yet there he is, the Secretary of State. I didn't ask for all the source code. Most of it's Microsoft. It's free. And a lot of it, Craigslist, which by the way, keep on. Would you buy a couch from Craigslist easily? No, you think of bed bugs, like what happened on that couch, right? But guess who's sponsoring our election security? Craigslist. Like, come on. Can we get any more stupid? Seriously, this is where we're at. We've, we've, we've reduced ourselves, right, to what? So, <laughs> I mean, when I saw that, I was like, are you serious? Like, we see Facebook protect, but come on, Craigslist protect? Like, <laughs> Have you seen the nightmares and the ads they have on there? Like, why would you even think, yeah, election security, Craigslist, legit, right? Nobody would say that, nobody. So it's just, it's, it's just so dumb. And the thing is, the other dumb thing is, is that people don't pay attention because they're so dumb. They make us tune out. You just can't even, you can't listen to them. They, they, you can't. You're just like, I don't want to deal with it. And it's like, look, if you don't deal with it, you're going to deal with it at some point. We're dealing with it right now. Look at that. With this, you know, infodemic, infodemic, right? They all conned us into thinking that they can mandate vaccines on us. They conned us into thinking that we have to wear face diapers. They conned us into locking ourselves in our house when they can't. And you know what? Out of all states, Ohio actually has an article already in the Constitution that's so broad. And someone else conned you to think that you need to pass a law just for that vaccine. You know what happens when you do that? You erase the one that's broad. You see how they work? 
sneaky, smart, right? Sneaky. Because everyone's like, oh, there's this bill to stop the vaccine. Really? Well, why? You have a bill that says they can't make you take vaccines. They can't make you get health insurance. They can't make you take wear masks. They can't make you walk on crutches. Why would you be specific? What does the Constitution say? Unless it's explicitly stated, all the rights belong to you. So now someone convinced you that creating one direct one is the best way to go, which means it erases the broad one. You see, this is how they work. They come in with all the nice words. I mean, you would think, well, Rose is like, yeah, I'm like your friend. I'm a Republican. But by the way, I don't own any of your cyber infrastructure. I handed that over to the federal government. How do you feel knowing that all of Ohio.gov, which by the way, crashed today, so weird, um, is all in the hands of the federal government? How do you feel about that? Where's the sovereignty in the state? So that means that the federal government can just log on to their computer and look at anything they want. How is that okay? He did that in 2019. See, I understand cyber infrastructure. I'm actually more qualified than all the Secretary of State's you've had since 2000 combined to actually be Secretary of State. What do you gotta, you know what the Secretary of State does? Keeps records, right? That's easy, I'm pretty good. You should see the amount of data I plow through every day. I've got hard drive. Maybe it looks a little bit disorganized, but it totally isn't, okay? But it's petabytes worth of data that I know where they are and they're organized. So that's one thing. It's literally a secretary. I have the glasses, so I'm already right, right? So it's organizing the information. It's cyber infrastructure because we are in the years, you know, of the age of information. Cyber infrastructure. I'm not the best coder. I mean, I, I will never admit what my capabilities are. But let's just say I'm okay with computers, okay? I'm okay. So that doesn't mean that I'm going to create the internet, right? Obviously not. It's going to be Ohioans that went to school and studied, and I will hire them appropriately because guess what? I can actually ask them questions because I know the right questions to ask, unlike the other two candidates. We need to start sequestering our information as a state. We need to start monitoring our information as a state. We can't just have it open and unfettered to the federal government. I mean, what does that tell you? That's how communism works. I'm just in a new era, right? More upgraded, right, with computers. Back then it was just paper files. Now it's like, oh, your digital data is mine. And then earlier some lady was talking about her ID and pictures of the B at the BMV. You were, you were saying? You want me to tell you why that's happening? The BMV is a franchise just like McDonald's. It's privatized. You can actually go and apply and open up a franchise to issue driver's licenses and stuff. And guess what happens when they're private? They also sell your data. That's why you can go on these weird websites like Rock the Boat, which by the way, partner directly with the International Association of Voting. Okay, I didn't know that my state is in an international association of voting. And that's because no one's been paying attention. The media has failed you. The Republicans have failed you. The Democrats have failed you. Everybody and their mother has failed us, right? So I'm running. Why? I guess it's my redemption. I helped create this mess, right? Years ago when this software was created, it was created as a weapon of war, right? We were supposed to use it to elect leaders in other countries so we can have bloodless wars. My job was to uh, conduct cultural forensics, which is like a fancy way of saying 
figure out what they like and what they don't like, find out what scares them, and then amplify it so they take the product. Kind of like 9-11. Uh, Suddenly all of you were okay with having an NSA agent on the other side of your phone watching you in the bathroom, right? And you all mock and laugh about it. It's not funny, right? Because if you actually look at what they've done, it's atrocious. They have your AI profile online right now. For those of you that are in your 40s and 50s and were transitioned as Gen X into it, right, is massive. Those that are past the age of 50, they're kind of lucky. It's kind of confused. Do they like this or do they not? Like, is their grandkids touching the computer or is it really that? But for you that are in your 40s and 50s, it's bad. I can pull your profile and know how you're going to vote. I'll know how you'll respond to a crisis because I can look at all your emails, your texts. I know every deepest fear you have just from that. That should terrify every single one of you. And <clears throat> we need to rein that in, at least in Ohio. As Secretary of State, that's all I can do is one, rein in the cyber infrastructure and increase our information sovereignty as a state. Two, get rid of these machines. I mean, you can't have paper. Like, right? Like, come on, you guys. You know, when you listen to the excuses they tell you, why are they so hell-bent on the machine? Because they need your data. See, why aren't they campaigning anymore? Why should they? They could just buy your data. I know that that neighborhood over there definitely votes for me. They like all this stuff on Facebook. They follow this. They're just like, vote red. So I'm good. I don't have to go there. Forget them. I don't need to go there because they're rabid leftists, and all I have to do is throw money at them, and they shut up, and they just vote for me. So we're good there, too. You see how that works? They're not even applying for the job anymore. So the basement Biden strategy, which is what Chelsea Clark is doing, too, because she's not really running. She's just a placeholder to give you the illusion of choice. You guys actually have a choice this year. You can pick red or blue like you always have for the past 100 years. Or you can pick someone completely different. I think we had that choice a long time ago. You know what I love about President Trump when people say he walked down the escalator and no, no. You know what his favorite statement, my, my favorite statement that he said? Well, I ran as a Republican. Was Republican voters are. What did he say? Stupid. Why? Because they just go along with it because, you know, they just don't want what the left has to offer. So they'll just drive off the cliff with the right. And that's the problem. All they have to do is invoke the word Jesus, talk about abortion, right? And lowering taxes. And everyone's like, here's my money. Take my money. Take my vote. Right? And they do none of that. None of that. As Secretary of State, as far as abortion is concerned, there will be no any time, anywhere, any place in the jurisdiction that I have, any casual abortion clinic ever. <clears throat> because it's not about women's rights. It's about, you know, selling baby parts. Okay? Let's be straight. Okay? It's a business. And it's a very lucrative one. You know, oh, what about the people that were raped? That's a medical decision. See, you're in the hospital. You get a rape kit. You sit down with your doctor and you get whatever procedure you find fit with your doctor and with your conscience. Having a Planned Parenthood on the corner is not about that. It's about selling baby parts, okay? This is why they increase promiscuity, okay? That's the reason. I hear people talking about guns. I'm Secretary of State. I'm I'll probably say let's open up more gun shops. But the problem that we have with guns is not about checks and red flag laws. Those are stupid. It's society as a whole. As a society, we have no 
absolutely no value to life. We have devalued human beings online, let alone in person. Babies are just cells, right? But, you know, if you kill bacteria from Venus, oh, my gosh, you just murdered an alien life form. Well, you go to jail. So, you know, you have to think about it. It's a bigger problem. It's a systemic issue in society. Not only that, I've been writing about it for years. They're coming after our 14-year-olds to, you know, donate their organs. And 14-year-olds don't know what lunch table they're sitting at in high school. They're going to know that they want to donate their organs. Right? Okay. So these are the, not only that, we have lawmakers. This actually happened in Oregon a couple of years ago where they're passing laws to starve mentally ill patients so they die faster, like legit. And then they have these euthanasia things. First they started with, you know, it's only for like the terminally ill cancer people. You know, no big deal. And then they expand it. Oh, if you're like really depressed and you're 23 and you can't shake it off, you could go kill yourself too and we'll assist you. This is the value of life we have. Absolutely zero. And then they want to talk about gun control. So I'm like, all right, let's take all the guns, right? And then what? Knives. Let's take that. We'll have a whole department of kitchenware so that we stop people from killing each other. I mean, it sounds ridiculous. And this is, this is the problem we have. People tune out. They don't, want to, they don't want to talk. And for me, the left is calling me a right-wing conspiracy theorist. I'm like, and then the right calls me a lefty, and I'm like, see, that's the thing. They don't understand. We need the lefties, and the lefty needs us too, right? They need the left. They need the right. We need to be together because we complement each other. And in the state of Ohio, we will come together. We will eradicate these machines because I want every voice to be heard. The redistricting doesn't favor anyone but the parties, right? Nobody but the parties. I'm in the same district as someone in the outskirts of Akron, Ohio. Tell me why downtown Cleveland is with Akron, Ohio. Like, they don't have the same. I go there to buy cigarettes because they're cheaper, okay? That's, we have no commonalities, okay? Our cigarettes are like $20 a carton cheaper, okay? No commonalities. So what we need to do is have appropriate redistricting. I say this because, like, for example, I live in Cuyahoga County. There's nice areas, like, you know, where Gonzalez dropped the ball, took everybody's money, and then he went in and peach fries and dropped anyway, right, that one. Um, then we have East Cleveland and downtown Cleveland, where I'm at. And then you think, we have money as a state. Why are they in the state, right? Oh, because they're just, you know, leftist. No, because they keep saying they're going to do programs. What do we know about charities and, I don't know, these 501c3? They're all money laundering operations. So when I hear that, I'm like, oh, so someone needs to launder some more money into a, an impoverished neighborhood to make one pretty building where five people will come in and, oh, look, we fixed the problem. No, we need them to be heard. Our Cleveland Police Department, I see them every day. They, they, they literally patrol in my building because I live in the ter terminal tower. Their apartments are kind of cheap, but it's very safe. And um, the police officers there, high turnover. They have people coming in from places like Iowa to get big city experience. And then they roll out after eight months. The pay is low and they're completely disconnected. What we should be doing is going into our own communities and training people of the communities to serve their communities, right? And paying them appropriately. But look, look at the type of mayors they're voting. See, the elections don't just focus on the president. So when I hear, oh, do you think Trump won? Yeah, I did. By 120 million votes, if you ask me. I'm telling you that fact. And you'll see that will be true. I'm very rarely wrong. <laughs> I don't know whose papers these are, but they're distracting me, so I'm just going to let I don't do notes. I'm a walking Google. 
So, uh, so um, that was so distracting looking at the numbers. All right. So uh, another thing that the Secretary of State, you guys, does, aside from managing papers and cyber infrastructure and executing elections, is um, managing small businesses. I'm a small business owner. I know a lot of you are here, too. The one thing we don't have is help, right? We go there, they give you the forms, and then they tell you, yeah, just go hire someone. You do something wrong, you're screwed. Same thing with elections, right? I have a campaign full of just moms, dads, retirees, single moms, single dads, right? No one explains anything. You're supposed to figure it out. And then if you make a mistake, it's too bad. This is how they stymie our voices. I promise you as Secretary of State, I will create the foundation for all of you to run because you should be in your communities. And the way I'm gonna do it is by eliminating the ability of any corporate funding of any candidate in the state of Ohio. It's death. That is the one thing we're gonna do. And I know the GOP and the DNC are, they're going all in. Um, this morning, actually, we, were, uh, we received a letter and um, Wexner, the Epstein Network, reached out to the GOP and they sent a scathing um, complaint to my campaign manager because a couple people who donated online, who don't take cash donations, didn't put their profession. So it's a violation, apparently. I know. We know it's stupid. In court, it's going to be like this retarded. They asked for it. They didn't want to put it in this book. But the thing is, look at how far they're going. And look who's coming for me. This isn't an average protester. This is the head of the ICC, right? He works at Ohio State University. He's not some random guy on the street. When you can see who my enemies are, then you see exactly where they stand. And that's with the people. And so it's extremely frustrating that it, all my campaign money has been spent on lawsuits to pave the way for independence. I'm at the Supreme Court Friday. They were supposed to respond to my case. I asked two simple questions. I should have the right to have poll watchers, poll observers, in there, I'd like to observe the elections in the count, and I should be allowed to watch it count in the box. They haven't responded. It's Wednesday. The answer should have been on Friday. And I know why. Because, you know, my job was game theory. That's basically what it is. It's trying to put your opponent in a box where whatever choice they made, you still win. So I've already won, right? They just don't know it yet. People don't know it yet, right? I've already won. Maybe not the election, right? But I've won for the people. And that's what matters, regardless of what happens, okay? And if I can win, I'm just gonna tell you, we could see the Chinese wall, right, from SAVE. That would be the biggest middle finger to the establishment, and it will be seen from like universes and you know nebulas far light years away. No one has ever in the history of the United States unseated an incumbent with an independent. And that would send shockwaves throughout the whole United States. And you know, Ohio, here's where we had our first stolen election, right? 2004, they got caught, right? With Karl Rove and all those guys down in Tennessee, blowing up things, kind of reminds you of Christmas 2020. Remember the data center? And then the guy died, strangely, in a plane crash. Maybe he's somewhere drinking Mai Tais. Well, maybe he's dead. So then the case just went away. Right, And then we all forgot about it, even though there were congressional testimony about cheating. right? And suddenly now it's all about Trump. And it's like, so let's just jump from 2004 to 2020 and just pretend none, none of that ever happened. Right? So let's just ignore all those years. 
So hopefully we can stop it. And I promise you, the one thing that I do is fight. I have been fighting even outside of the public eye for people that probably even spit on me while I was fighting for them. But that's what service is, right? Just like our military, they fight for us even if we spit on them so that we can stand on the ground that we can free. And that's what statesmen and women do. They fight for the people even if they don't like it. So um, hopefully I can get your vote if you guys have any questions because I think I went over. Let's go. <laughs> Do we have any questions? Any questions? Wow, you covered it all. Oh, right there. Yeah, I like. uh, go into you like more that. detail about the connection between uh, Rose, uh, Ohio, uh, Jobs for Ohio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm actually abolishing, I'm going to try to abolish Jobs Ohio. So, quick one on that. Let's go back in time to when LaRose became a legislator. His dad funded a company. You know, he has House LaRose Jobs, what is it, Ohio Liquor, right? You know that? House LaRose, biggest beverage distributor for liquor, alcohol, devil's drink, right? Whatever you want to call it. He seeded a private nonprofit called Jobs Ohio, which stands Jobs Ohio Beverage Services. While LaRose was in office, they made it part of legislation. Jobs Ohio is actually a partner with the World Economic Forum. Oh, and by the way, I forgot to say, Klaus Schwab endorses Frank LaRose. So I want you guys to pay attention. Oh, and one more thing, thank you for reminding me. So I've been telling people that he went to Ukraine to help select Zelensky, right? Someone asked him that question. He went on the defense. I've got the sound bite. He said, oh, I was just there visiting my sister working for the UN. But wasn't he on TV yesterday saying that he was part of the International Republican Delegation? So someone's lying, because I have all that audio. But I can tell you one thing. I rigged the 2014 Ukraine election. I hired all the people that did it. So I already know what he did there. So he can say whatever he wants. I already know the truth. So it's a matter of national security for me to put it out there. But this is why he got caught lying. Because he doesn't want people to know the truth. So other question? Didn't he also yeah. go to Nicaragua? Yeah, oh, he went to Nigeria. Oh, and in 2020, it's a February, he went to Israel and told him we have the safest election. He leads the NASS, the DHS, um, what is it, the disinfo campaign? He's the leader of that, too. And on my Facebook, I put a bunch of screenshots, so you just don't take my word for it. I, I usually come with receipts. I don't just say things, because it's not Christ-like. <laughs> You, if you take that mic and then you give that one with the board, it'll be better. Yeah, I can hear. And, and I have a good sense of humor, so vote for me. Yeah. Don't ask me for jokes, though. I don't know any. Life's a joke. I just want to know what you can tell us about Mandy Green, Grand Jean, who is the, actually the person who does the election thing in the state, I believe. You know, she's with Eric. Eric well, that's what I'm saying. Not only Eric, but the DHS disinfo campaign. And Amanda Grangine actually works for the law firm that supposedly was contesting my signatures. She's a rabid lefty. Um, you know, she's the one that actually encouraged the board of elections, the county board of elections, to violate the law and dismiss my petition when legally they have no right to do that. You know, when I'm secretary of state, we're going to revisit that issue in the court of law because they can't have that seat doing that. And when I'm Secretary of State, anybody who lost their job, they're gonna get all that back pay. Because in the state of Ohio, you gotta uphold the Ohio State Constitution. You just discriminated against them for you know, exercising their Article One, Section 21 right. 
So they'll get all that back. Watch me, I'll do it. They'll fight me. They'll fight me, but I will do it. I will do it. Oh my gosh, we're getting out of everything. There's going to be no federal government. It's going to be all Ohio. And we're going to create more jobs in Ohio, right? Because we're not going to have federal agents anymore. She's the chairman right now, you realize? For two years, she's the chairman. Well, she's, she's a lot more than that. A lot more than that. You know, I like to keep it clean and use this track record. Yes. Is there any way that we'll ever see, is there any way we'll ever see paper ballots, hand counts at the precinct level? I, I know why they're resistant to it, but it's the only way they have a free and fair election. It's yeah, they don't want that. They don't want that. And in fact, um, oh my gosh, it's this week, right? They're supposed to be mailed to me. I have anti-counterfeit technology ballots. The same technology in your dollar bill on a ballot. A company that I found 8 million ballots will cost us literally $2.5 million. That's a drop in the bucket from what we spend on DHS employees, machines, cyber infrastructure, you name it. And you know what we're going to do? Declare it a federal holiday, free transportation. Maybe we'll give you two days. You could come in the day before. Hot dogs, corner for the kids with crayons. Let's make it a party. And we'll have cameras on top, and we'll have three people counting the vote. So it could be like game day. Why? Just for the Browns. We should have county T-shirts. Right. And watch it on a stream live because do they think that everyone is dumb, that they can't count. Oh, look, circle. What's that? Guess it's for that person. Fair enough. They act as if people can't count. And you know what? Georgia did a recount, if you guys remember. They have the same type of population. I think they're 7.9 million registered and we're 8 million registered. They did it in 10 days. So how come they keep complaining that we can't do it? Especially if we had the body count. Right? Any other questions? How do you feel about blockchain voter ID? Uh, no. Here, no, yeah, no, I know that very well, actually. I'm very well versed in that. That's what um, Frank Rose wants to bring here. That's why he got the Conic purchased, Votem purchased Conic. Votem then became No Ink, which are our co-pads, right? So I know this stuff, I'm very well versed. And um, the problem with blockchain is, is that if you bake in programmability, you can't detect it from the kickoff. And that's what they're trying to do with the cryptocurrency that they're trying to give the CBDC here. I've been screaming about it for like ages, synthetic homogenous currency on my show. They will cheat and they will program and then you will never know if they're cheating because it's code that you can't see. Yes. I just wanted to back you up with the question. Chuck Carlson the other night, had, two weeks ago, I had a guy up from France and he said, the guy said, we, Use only paper ballots. We count them right at closing time with three people, like you said. Mm -hmm. And Tucker, with a little suppressing a smile, said, how, how many days does it take you to get the final count? And the guy from France says, we have it by 11 p.m. that night. Exactly. So, exactly. So do all of them. That's why I had a hard job, as you can see, convincing them to take our machines then, as you can see. France was never our target. It was people like, you know, Iraq, Sudan, Ukraine. They'll do whatever we want because we own them. And that's very sad. Um, uh, there's signs in the back if you want yard signs. I would suggest to take two because they might rip down one of them. Yes. Uh, so you do in Ohio have a contract with Conic? Yes. And so well, not with Conic, with Bodem, with, uh, with No Inc. They're out of Missouri. And No Inc., so it's Conic purchased by Bodem and No Inc. getting Bodem. So it's the same stuff. We have and yes, the code is there. Yes. So the whole is the software being used. Yes. 
it, at the core of it. So it, it, they'll, they'll run you in circles because it's no ink right now. I actually posted on my Facebook, just so you guys see. Now they tell you they don't have modems and they don't connect to the internet. I just put up their minutes from like 2022 where they're, how do I update? Oh, just log on to the internet and download this. And it's like, oh, I thought they weren't connected to the internet. See, see? And then they'll tell you, oh, it's not the voting machine. It's the poll pad, which does what? Connects to the machine. But then you think, how does the iPad connect to the machine if it has no modem or wireless capabilities? And it's like, oh, it's on a repeater. That's a fancy word for VPN, intranet. So I'm like, oh, that's great. We should ask how Equifax worked out for it, right? The yeah, their internet worked out with the data leads. What about the Office of Management and Budget? OMB got hacked on their intranet and their government, right? Let's talk about Target. How about Chase, right? If you're on the network, any network, you're hackable. That's all. Yes. Okay. So I follow True the Vote, Greg Phillips. Yes. I know that. Eugene Yu got arrested. Yes. Right? He's the CEO of Conic. Right. Hearing that, I email Frank LaRose's office. Does Ohio use any Conic or pull cheap? Right. No. Right. He doesn't because it's no ink now. Right, right. So it's right. technically correct. Then I just emailed them again. What about Votum? They haven't responded to Yeah, Votum is a Cleveland company, and then that was purchased out by the you see how they funnel? It's like a it's like a you know, it's like a shell game. They one, two, three. That's it. And they just buy each other, and then when you ask it, it's like I sent them a thing saying, Hey, who's the escrow company that has the source code for the machines? Can you confirm if it's NCC Group? He comes later and says it's not NCC Group. Month later, NCC Group buys Iron Mountain officially. But I knew that they started the process two years ago. So it was like, see, they play word games. This is this is how dirty people do it. They're not transparent, right? Because technically the charge went through with Iron Mountain finalized, but they were already under NCC Group, which by the way is a foreign company. So I'm a little bit confused as to why we have a UK-based global company having access to our source code, which by the way, LaRose admitted he's never seen, doesn't know where it is and won't tell. But you know, he's got other problems. His whole server went down today. But then he told you after the fact that it was scheduled maintenance, right? Right after people were like, what's going on? We have nothing. He's like, oh, by the way, it's scheduled maintenance. Usually you put those in advance. I, I mean, I, you know, I'm not a specialist and I suck at timeliness, but yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a great, great, great. Like Yoast. Okay. I'm going to be nice. But I saw Yos's young man who spoke for him and he's like, we did, you know, we held the drug companies accountable. We sued them for $808 million. And everyone's like, yay. And I was like, oh my God, that's such a BS. Because here's how it happens. It's like the Hunter Biden companies too. It's Pfizer one, two, three, four. So what he did was target Pfizer four. They went bankrupt. All he got was 808 million, which is a drop in the bucket for Pfizer. That's like what, an hour's worth of work? And and then they just went bankrupt and they moved all their stuff to Pfizer too. That's how Hunter Biden did all his stuff, funneling money too. So, and I also um, have to say that um, I'm kind of sh I'm kind of shocked, you know, that it's happening in Ohio. You know, it's it's really sad because Ohio is it was was called the heart of America. Now it's called Find It Here. 
I guess maybe it's, hey, it used to be the heart of America. Now let's find our spine back, America, here. Because it's 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 really sad, you know. Uh, just looking like the lady that was arrested from Strongsville, she had that company, EAC, selling children. That happened under Houston and La Rose's watch and all these Secretary of State. She's selling babies and making profit. Turns out her, her son was the FBI, investigated it for her. She got only three months. And he got a promotion too, so that was weird. Um, really weird. But this is the problem. We have businesses in our state that are doing business that should not be operating here, right? We have constitutions, we have laws, right? And they should be straight. And another thing, have you ever looked up a business? How do you know if you're looking at the business or a shell corporation? Because if you look up Votum, there's a Nigerian Votum too. You're like, wait a minute, what? And it's literally from Nigeria. Someone named said the name, and I was like, "Oh, it's Nigerian." He's like, "How do you know?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I've been there too." So know that language very well. It turns out it was Nigerian. And and the thing is, we don't get proper identifications of these companies. We don't know what's foreign and what's not because if it's in Delaware, it's considered foreign, right? So we need to fix that up. And the Secretary of State, I'll do it. I mean, I'm more than capable. The thing is, we're gonna have to do this old school though. Yeah, we're going to have to do it old school. It's got to be word of mouth. They won't even see us coming. Oh, and by the way, President Trump is coming on November 7th, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, it's his last rally in Ohio, the day before the elections in Dayton. So that'll be fun. Yes, it will be amazing. So everyone get out to vote on November 8th, right? Because the sooner you go, you give them metrics to tweak the algorithms. Yeah, they already count. I know. You should write to him and ask him to. That's what you should do. You should write to him and say, well, he didn't endorse LaRose last time, so that was fun. He went with the two judges that said, oh, we just want to throw a case out because we don't like her affidavit. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I mean, it's a banana republic, and, and you know, I'm, I'm pretty outspoken, but I'm very transparent. Very. Sometimes we'll fall. But it, it's necessary. Yeah, no, it's necessary. There's a time and place for everything. There's a time and place to play the 2.4 kids in the white picket fence, a time to play the liberal card. It's a time to play the, you know what? I'm so tired of this. Let's turn all this off and let's just start all over. Let's go, let's go. And that's the time. This is where Ohio is right now. And we need that. We need no more pretentious stuff. Any other questions? I'm going to actually cut off the questions because we could. We're like, I, I was the last. <laughs> I should sing <think>, same. <laughs> and, and next year, everyone start running. We already paved the way as independents. Just go, go, go. Get your friends and go.